Hello everyone, my name is Wais Asma. Welcome to another episode of Two Ways to Skin a Cat, a show where we talk career experiences, entrepreneurship and investments. The main aim is to show that there's more than one way to be successful other than just climbing the corporate ladder. We are live on LinkedIn and YouTube and the show will be available on podcast prior tomorrow morning. So don't forget to like, subscribe and click on that notification bell to get automatically notified when the next episode comes out. If you are joining us live, drop a one in the comments so that we know we're not talking to ourselves and drop a two in the comments if you're watching the recording. My guest for this week is Wisani Shilumani, tech lead at Alan Gray. He's a software and an app developer, an MBA candidate and an ambassador for India Hackers. Wisani, thanks so much for joining me today. Oh, it's such a pleasure, Wes. Uh, it's awesome to be here. Um, yeah. Let's jump straight into questions. Tell us your story. Where do you come from? And even outside of work, who is Wisani Shilumani? Give us that backstory. <laughs> Quite the loaded question. Um, but yeah, pretty much um, I come from Lumpopo. Um, yeah, I was born and raised there. Um, so um, moved to Cape Town to do my studies. Um, so came to UCT to study mechanical engineering. And yeah, pretty much, I think halfway through it, I realized it wasn't too much of my passion. And yeah, I started doing software development. Um, actually, a friend of mine asked me to like make a website for him and I had no idea how to make websites. Uh, but I said yes anyways. <laughs> so I just like learned on the spot. And yeah, pretty much um, that became my passion. Um, yeah, so super passionate about technology um, and all it can do to, you know, like unlock our potential. Um, I think Africa, South Africa has massive potential. Um, yeah, we haven't really seen what we can do with technology yet. So, yeah, that's pretty much me. Eh? And outside of work, who are we? Um, outside of work, um, yeah, geez. Um, I think my friends would uh, have very different answers if you ask each of them. Um, but pretty much, yeah, I'm just like a laid back dude. I enjoy going on walks. Um, I enjoy like, you know, reading about Eastern philosophy. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> working on too many apps uh, after hours as almost like working it. on too many apps. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, look, um, yeah, software development is pretty much my entire life. So um, my, my full time job is uh, being a software developer. Um, but my hobbies, you know, like my hobby is software development as well. So when I catch a break, I'm always like, you know, trying to build something new. Um, so yeah, pretty much that. Amazing. You found a job that you love, which is brilliant. Yeah, 100%. I, I had a little bit of a dig through your, your LinkedIn profile, and I saw that it started um, at, at footing and turning at CPUT and mechanical engineering. So how did you get into software development and app building space from footing and turning? It doesn't, it, it doesn't mean... <laughs> Yeah, funnily enough, uh, when I was in grade um, 11, which is when I had to choose what I wanted to study, um, which is very awkward, you know, you're asking 17-year-olds what they, what they want to do for the rest of their lives. Um, I pretty much asked my, um, my parents and like a few of my teachers, you know, what I should study, computer science or mechanical engineering. Um, got a good grade in math. So like, you know, if you get a good grade in math and physics, it's like the first thing is like, okay, do engineering or, you know, something of the like. Um, didn't want to become a doctor. Um, I saw everything that my brother and sister went through and yeah, I opted not to do that. Um, but, sorry. 
Um, yeah, but pretty much um, asked my parents what I should do. And they said, listen, do engineering, don't do computer science. You're not going to find a job, <laughs> uh, which obviously <laughs> wasn't the correct thing to, to think at the time. But uh, yeah, I went on and I did uh, mechanical engineering. And yeah, so like all the fitting, all the turning work, that was part of um, the grad work that we had to do while studying um, engineering. And yeah, pretty much, I think by year two, I realized that um, engineering wasn't for me. Um, yeah, I just didn't see myself for the rest of my life being a mechanical engineer. Um, yeah, I was more interested in computers growing up. I was a big gamer. So um, that just seemed like the natural sort of like progression for me. Um, okay. So, yeah, you know, like uh, there came a time where a friend of mine, I, like I mentioned, Nana asked me to build a website. And I just, you know, I just said yes, even though I didn't know how to <laughs> build websites. And yeah, from there, I learned how to code. Um, we ended up founding a company called um, Jalapeno Digital. And yeah, we pretty much built software for startups. And yeah, that gave me a lot of learning. Um, yeah, by the time I graduated, um, yeah, it was very clear to me that uh, I wanted to do uh, development. Okay, amazing. And if you don't mind me asking, how many apps have you built? And maybe tell us a little bit about your latest one and your most important one. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> That's a very, very difficult question um, to answer. But yeah, I've worked on quite a few projects. I, um, I'm sure if you... Well, if I, if I created a project graveyard, there'd be probably like over 15 uh, different projects I've worked on. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, during the pandemic, um, there were two like notable projects that I worked on. Uh, one was um, an app called Voiced um, that just pretty much allowed people to upload voice notes and um, people could listen to them from all over the world, you know, just to share their experiences, how they're dealing with COVID, um, how are they finding motivation, things like that. Um, but it was a very, very difficult app to grow. Um, so I just had to be a bit humble and just like put it on the side. Um, and then a friend of mine um, and I, we built um, an app called Corona, uh, which was for COVID stats, uh, for people to keep track of COVID stats. Um, so during the time, it was getting a lot of hits. Uh, but I think after about two, three months, people got tired of looking at COVID stats. So... Um, that also calmed down quite a bit. Um, yeah, my latest one is called Symfolio. Um, So I've been working on Symfolio for about a year, probably just over a year now. And the point, the whole point of Symfolio, um, is to allow investors to visualize their future net uh, worth. So you know, like investors are invested in like different things. People have RAs. Uh, you might have a car. You might have a house. All of these different assets that grow very differently. Um, and so Symfolio allows you to like aggregate all of those accounts and assets and see how they'll grow over time. Um, and that just helps you keep track of your financial goals and, you know, where you'll be in the future. Apologies for the little bit of background noise it was coming through on my side. Uh, but yes, <laughs> how do we get more people into the space, especially with, uh, especially with those who have limited access to technology? Because, I mean, you you... You almost got there in a roundabout space. You went to mechanical engineering, happened to build a website. Found, I mean, you found it by mistake. That one thing might not have gotten there. You could have ended up being a mechanical engineer. How do we get more 100%. people into this space? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, like, I, I would like to see a world where, like, everyone can code. I mean, 
I just imagine like if all doctors could code, I like I can't imagine how efficient, you know, our medical systems would be um, today. Um, so I think like coding should be something that's taken in like high school, you know, or, or, or primary school even. Um, the same way we do maths. I mean, in maths, I learned a lot about um, geometry and trigonometry and I barely use that stuff, you know. Um, whereas when it comes to coding, like you can actually use this stuff to change the world. Um, and I, I would love to see that. I would love to see like a world where, where doctors can code, um, um, where even our politicians can code. Like <laughs> it would make my life so much easier, you know. Um, and how do we do it? I think we need to um, sort of like put this in the syllabus. We need to do it at schools. Um, I think in university, you know, like how you have your, your first year maths, MAM 101, I think people need to do some sort of coding over there as well. Um, I'm also aware that the, the the world is a very big place. The internet is a is should be everyone's best friend. Um, you can access um, a lot of free resources. So if you go to YouTube, you can find um, sort of um, videos to teach you how to code, and you can do that with your mobile phone. Um, yeah, there's there's no limit to learning. You can learn from anywhere nowadays. Oh, that's amazing. I had a bit of a, lot, a chuckle when you said uh, doctors can code. Well, uh, we're better than, than them writing, so it might actually help. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> if, if anybody's got any questions before we sign in, please add them to the comment section now uh, so that we don't miss them and we'll deal with all the questions towards the end. So, I mean, we talked a bit about software development and app building, and that's one thing. An MBA is another thing altogether. What made you decide, okay... I'm still doing the software development thing. I'm enjoying it, but I'm also going to do an MBA. Yeah. Yeah, geez. I, I get asked that question quite a lot, and it's always a difficult one to, um, to answer. But I, I prepared a little today because I, I had a feeling you'd ask. <laughs> um, but yeah, pretty much, I think um, I'm, I'm quite an entrepreneurial uh, person. Um, you know, I started uh, my, my first entrepreneurial journeys while I was at high school. And... Yeah, the, the one thing I've sort of like learned over time is that um, without the ability to sort of understand people, to understand the world, um, it's very hard um, to start a successful business. Um, yeah, I mean, over the last few, um, I guess, years, I've been building apps. I've just like been running businesses, help people run businesses. Um, and yeah, a lot of that, I think, required a very strong understanding of the world and a very strong understanding of business. And I think I, I realized that I didn't have that understanding. Um, I always had the understanding of being a um, software developer, but not uh, of being a business person. Um, and so, yeah, the MBA is a way for me to better understand the world. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, uh, the MBA I'm doing is at UCT, um, by the way, and it's very much um, focused on um, business in an African context. Um, and that's something that I really, really wanted to get an eye on. Um, yeah, what I want to do for my future is to, um, you know, build for Africa and uh, use technology as a, as a problem um, solver in Africa. Um, so it just seemed like a good natural progression. Amazing. And I I mean, you probably, uh, you, you're in your first year now of MBA, am I correct? Yeah, first year, one of two. Which, uh, which parts of the MBA are you enjoying and which parts are you not enjoying or maybe struggling with, for interest's sake? 
Yeah. Um, so I never thought I would say this, but I am really like, I really, really enjoyed the accounting part. Um, like I was always like very scared of accounting when I was in high school. Like I just like didn't want to touch it with a tea yard stick. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Like uh, when, you, when it got introduced to us, it got introduced to us as, you know, the language of business. And like certainly like looking through like all the financial statements and like starting to understand financial statements. Um, I definitely like got that view. Um, that's very, very interesting stuff. Um, economics as well. Um, I've been enjoying that quite a lot. Um, our lecturer was just like super amazing. Um, we got a very good view of the world and like the direction it's moving in. Um, yeah. The stuff I'm struggling with is like more of the, the softer side of things. Um, so I'd say like our leadership courses and like maybe organization, organizational behavior. Um, yeah, it's, it's not things that you can like attach numbers to, um, but more understanding people, you know, like understanding how to become more empathetic, um, understanding people's struggles, your own struggles. Um, so yeah, it requires quite a lot of um, introspection, but um, struggling, but um, I've really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, soft skills are things you can't study so that's just one of one of those things that you just have to learn exactly now, exactly i guess now that you've completed a, a decent portion um you come from a yes you're very you're very entrepreneurial and you sort of come from a corporate so you almost have two different legs and with mm. with one year almost one year done on you on your mba who do you think is the MBA most suited for? Because a lot of people say, okay, if I'm an entrepreneur, maybe I learn most of my things actually in business. Uh, mm. And it's maybe, and some people say it's maybe more for corporates, but some people disagree. What, what are your thoughts? Yeah, geez, that is a very, very loaded question. Hey, um, so I think it depends. Like the MBA in its nature um, is a generalist's um, degree. Um, so it teaches you a lot of different things. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm just like almost like halfway into it. So, I mean, we've done accounting, we've done leadership, we've done ecos, um, we're going to do marketing, we've done operations management. Um, so it, it, there, there are a lot of sort of like a lot of different um, things about business that you learn that you can use anywhere. Um, and that's a key thing. If you're working in corporate, you can definitely apply those learnings in corporate because corporates are businesses, you know, to begin with. Um, if you are an entrepreneur and you want to start a business or you're working um, on your own business, you can apply those learnings to business. So it's, it's not about whether it's suited for entrepreneurs or like um, people working in corporate, it's suited to business. And like both of those things are business. So um, yeah, that's, that's, that's how I'd put it. Great. I'm going to ask you a question I like to ask all my guests. Yeah. What is one piece of advice you would give your younger self? Geez, my younger self. Um, yeah, I would say to get to know who I am, um, to spend more time getting to know who I am. Um, I think a lot of success that you can get um, um, in your life is, is very centered to like how well you understand yourself. Um, so you need to know what makes you happy. Um, you need to know what makes you stressed. Um, you need to know when you're at your best and when you're at your worst. And um, being able to identify that helps you navigate a lot of things. Um, so if you're particularly stressed, it's like, you know, avoid making certain decisions um, and find a way to get to a good baseline. 
Um, so understanding what makes you happy is super, super important. And, and like the less materialistic that can be, the better for yourself and for your wallet. Um, yeah, and, and if I could give other people advice, I'd, be, I'd say, you know, understand what truly makes you happy um, because that's what's going to put you at your best. Um, you know, as a partner, you know, as a son, um, you know, as an employee, uh, as a business person, that, that is very, very key. That's great advice. We've got some questions coming through for the audience. So uh, from the audience, so let's switch over to that. We've got a question from Tlalala Shiburi, who says, with a lot of new people learning to code from all walks of life, do you think what your parents had said about not being able to get a job with coding might be true in the near future? Sure. <laughs> Difficult question, eh? Um, look, I think... Yeah, the world is a very, very, very big place. And I think we, when we think about um, roles and, and jobs, um, we need to think of what they're fundamentally solving. Um, so I think being a software developer is, is not just about the job itself, but what it actually does. Um, and I think what it does is it helps us. Yeah, I would say it helps us create value um, by sort of um, applying how computers work to everyday problems. Um, they're just like some tasks that human beings cannot do. And the whole point of being a software developer is getting computers to do that. Um, I don't think that those problems are gonna go away anytime soon. Um, there are a lot of inefficiencies um, like <laughs> in this world. Um, I mean, if you just look at any government in the world, um, they're still very, very backwards, I mean, um, we're not even talking about like AI here. We're talking about, you know, basic websites, informational websites, not even, you know, applications that do things. Um, so as long as there are inefficiencies in the world, um, we will always need um, people who can solve those inefficiencies. Um, and of course, our population is going to keep, keep, keep growing. So that's going to introduce a lot of new problems. So, um, yeah, I don't think um, we'll be out of jobs anytime soon. The world needs productivity. Very true. And if I can add, um, if you are like some other position that can code, like if you're an accountant who, who can code or a doctor who can code or an engineer who can code, that makes you dangerous in your sector. That may, that puts you above 100%. other people in your sector. So it might be that you just jump into coding or it might be you do it as a part of something else. So it's not a, it's a, a yes or no answer. There's more ways that you can think about this. So the, the, there's more opportunities to, to test out. 100%. And, and I think, yeah, the, the world isn't short of problems. I think um, when we think of jobs, I mean, a job is just a way to sustain yourself with income, right? Um, I think the world really, really needs entrepreneurs. I mean, Africa really, really needs entrepreneurs. Um, and software is a very good way to solve problems and, and develop a business case for things. Um, I think we're yet to see how much software can actually do for, um, for our continent. We, we're barely scraping the surface with like FinTech um, and, and everything we're currently building. I mean, there's still agriculture. Um, there's still a lot of use cases. There's still health. There's, there's a lot. Um, so we, we're still at the surface. There's a lot more to do, a lot more opportunity. We've got a question from Dale, who says, for the people who are looking to build an app, have the idea but lack the skills to code do you believe they should partner with a developer 
or learn to build it uh, themselves? Also a very interesting question um, and a very good one at that. Um, yeah, what I would say is you can probably do both. Um, so I would say like, yeah, if you can start learning how to code <laughs> this evening, I'll say go for it because um, the sooner the better. Um, I've seen, um, you know, as an example, Alex from DixConnect, um, if you know about DixConnect, I mean, she um, bought the first version of DixConnect herself, right? Um, so she she sort of like learned to code while building the product. And then, you know, at some stage, she got people who were very good at coding to know, help build the future versions. Um, so I think you can definitely take that approach. Um, getting an MVP, if you're building something, if you want to build an app, learning how to code, building a very first version um, to test with users to see if you're solving an actual problem, um, I'd say like go for that. Um, and then if it works out, I mean, you can always raise funding and partner with developers and get them in. Um, but yeah, it's always up to you. It's, you know, like in the long term, what do you want to do? Um, like, what are your strengths? What do you want to focus on? Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely going to be a lot cheaper and more beneficial for you to learn how to code and like just, yeah, try get something off the ground. I almost want, I want to add to that almost and just say, you, you know yourself best. So if you know your personality and you're a little bit uh, not great with computers, but you've got this great idea, maybe then, maybe not working with, a, um, not doing the code yourself might not be, not, might not be a bad idea. But if you have a bit of a savviness about you and you like to figure things out in computers, give it a try. It just depends on, mm. you know yourself best. Yeah, 100%. Um, and it's also like, sometimes you don't actually need an app to validate the business, right? Um, Sometimes you could even use a spreadsheet um, to actually validate your business. Um, you can you can definitely like get your first customer without having an app in place. Uh, you can do things manually and like test it out. Um, yeah. And any last few words from you or anything we didn't discuss that you'd like the audience to know? Yeah, it's a hard one to think about, but yeah, I'd I'd want to like reiterate um, the the sort of point that I made with the advice, um, you know, about like really finding like, um, well, really understanding yourself. Um, yeah, I think with the things that we have in our control in our careers and everything, I think there are two big things um, that one needs to do, like number one, understand yourself, and then number two, understand the world. Um, and if you really want to be successful at business, I mean, um, I wouldn't call myself a successful business person. Uh, but at least the, the, the advice I've gotten from other people is that, you know, like really understand the world and really un understand other people. Uh, but before you make that journey, it's also very important to understand yourself. Um, most of the limitations we have are, are at a personal level. Um, and yeah, number two, understand the world. Realize that the world is a very, very big place. Um, I mean, in South Africa, I've probably only been to four, five provinces. Uh, we have 60 million people like humans. We're not that good at sort of visualizing how big that is, but 60 million is a lot of people. And to think that the world is not limited to just South Africa, there are things happening in other parts of the world. 60 million versus what, seven, almost 8 billion people. 8 billion people is not a small amount, right? The world is a very, very big place. And Historically, we've never been able to reach people in other parts of the world. Today, we very much can. You know, like they always used to say, like in, in school, um, if you could say like something to a million people, what would you say? And it's like, you know, 
I don't really know because that's kind of impossible, but it's actually not impossible today. You can send an email to a million different people, <laughs> you know, um, and I've met like founders who've done that, who just like, you know, brute force their way and send like emails to like thousands of thousands of people. And, you know, you get one response that actually like validates your idea or like generates an income, right? So we very much have the ability to do that. Like 8 billion is, is a lot of people. So yeah, my, my final words are, yeah, open up your mind and yeah, see, be creative, think of new ways to, to access those people. It's a great way to end. 8 billion is a lot of people. There are opportunities everywhere. You just need to go and look. Awesome. The, the show has been live on YouTube and should be available on podcast by tomorrow. If you're watching on YouTube or listening on a podcast, don't forget to like, subscribe, and click on the notification bell to get automatically notified when the next episode comes out. Usani, thank you so much for your time. Oh, it's been a pleasure, always. Always great chatting here. Thanks, everyone, for joining us for another episode of Two Ways to Skin a Cat. Goodbye. Cheers.